Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Libertarian Socialist Caucus podcast. I'm your host, John Robinson, and this week we have a special guest, Nick Manley. Nick, if you could tell us a bit about yourself. Yes, I'm a left libertarian writer, editor, blogger-ish person, <laughs> and I'm involved with the Center for a Stateless Society, the Alliance of the Libertarian Left, the Libertarian Institute, although I still need to post something on there, but I am official writer, <laughs> and um, the Molinari Review, which I'm associate editor of. It's a libertarian academic journal, and we would always appreciate submissions from the scholarly-minded. Uh, before we get into everything else, a little digression. Not a lot of people know who uh, Gustav Molinari was. Can you possibly give us a small snippet of who he is and why a libertarian group would be named after him? I confess I'm not as well-read and as, nearly as well-read as I'd like to be, but I think he was a, he was a Belgian economist. Okay. And he is credited with being sort of the first market anarchist or laissez-faire anarchist because he talked about what people interpret basically as competing defense associations. Okay. I called it something else. Right. I'd like to know more. So basically, when people are angry at um, our anarchist libertarians, they can all blame him. He's the guy you need to talk to yeah. back in <laughs> 19th century Belgium. Yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the easiest person to yell at when they're actually in the grave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, as a scholar of libertarianism and uh, market anarchism and anarchism, and as someone who understands and has written about the left part of libertarianism, I would like to get your thoughts on this little experiment that we're trying, this Libertarian Socialist Caucus. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I saw William Gillis post on Facebook that he thinks it's entryist. That mm -hmm. sort of made me pause for a moment. But at the same time, I think if it sticks to a specifically pro-market version of Libertarian Socialism, like Benjamin Tucker's uh, sort of idiosyncratic, anarchistic, socialist, free market yeah. perspective, whatever you want to call it, then it should at least resonate with the fundamentals, if not the details, of what the LP is already about. It would, so I don't know if it would be entryist then. I mean, if ANCOMs come along, okay, that's probably pretty entryist. And honestly, I don't know why any one of them would want to join the LP, like become a member, official member anyway, because this is a radically free market party. And what do communists of any kind want to do with that? So, not that I'm opposed to like talking to them in the Facebook group, but I doubt any of them are going to sign up for the party as official. Member. Right. And I mean, if they want to sign up and if they agree to everything we're saying, then, you know, welcome to the party, pal. But I'm not going to shed a tear if we don't get that humongous anarchist communist demographic to join our side. Yeah. And like I said, I'm torn between whether I think we, the caucus should take sort of a strict pluralist position that includes pro-market people or just take no, a fundamental here is pro-market and we're pluralist within that, but we're not really interested in something outside of that. I'm not sure about that yet. I mean, that would be an issue. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think it would be seen as a much more of a hostile takeover if you're doing this non-market Libsock right. approach well, in the LP of all places. I, I am definitely coming at it from a, we are really free market people. We just have some quibbles about property. I I would not want to jettison a strong commitment towards a free market. Right. Uh, but then I have been a member, if not officially, then at least, you know, in spirit and communication of the Libertarian Party for over 20 years. So I, this, this is my 
this is my party. It's, it's, my, it's been my philosophical home for most of, virtually all of my adult life. So this is why I find the whole entryist thing weird. I've been here. I've been here longer than some of the people calling the Libsock caucus um, entryists, and they've been alive. So step off. I mean, if, if we're entryists, we, in, we entered a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not a party member. I've never been one. Um, I flirted with the idea, but I guess I've never seen a pressing reason. Maybe this caucus will be a pressing reason to join. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not too involved. I'm still in the Facebook group, and I'll probably take a closer look again at some point. I'm not even involved behind the scenes really right now. The main reason I joined the party, and this was back in 2016, was because Gary Johnson was running. And I mainly did that as a sort of reward to the party for not nominating another Bob Barr. Oh. I just want to say, see, when you do good things, people join you. <laughs> it was more of a, I guess, a this was virtual signaling on my part. I wanted to signal that... Gary Johnson was a better virtue than Bob Barr. Right, I understand. <laughs> so we are here to uh, talk. Uh, the Libertarian Socialist Caucus intends to be a caucus within the Libertarian Party, to act like other caucuses within other political parties. We're here to press a point of view and to work within the party structures to achieve our views and all that. And the Libertarian Party has quite a few caucuses. It has four decades. Um, I just wanted to go over some of them because some of them are very interesting. And I think given the wide range of the caucuses there are, libertarian socialists would fit in there. So, okay, yeah. So would you, what are these other caucuses you have? Well, uh, the Libpedia, uh, the Lpedia website, which is sort of a history wiki of the Libertarian Party. That's L, the letter L, uh, P-E-D-I-A dot O-R-G, has a list of uh, Libertarian Party caucuses. So we'll start at the beginning. We've got the Libertarian Anarchist Caucus, which seems fairly self-explanatory. Uh, we have the Radical Caucus. Uh, the Radical Caucus is interesting because the first Radical Caucus was started, um, I believe, yeah, was started by Samuel E. Konkin III. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, and he formed explicitly to have a anti-voting wing of the Libertarian Party. So treat the party as an educational institution. Right, and to push treating it as opposed to treating it as an electoral victory sort of thing. Uh, there have been other uh, radical caucuses since then. Uh, there was one in 1979, and there's one currently. I don't know how radical they are. They do seem <laughs> to be, I mean, they do seem to push what I would consider historically standard libertarian line which is good because there's a lot of people who want to change even the standard libertarian line but i don't know i'd, I'd call them the the middle of the road uh, caucus because and that's not a bad thing they're, they're pushing for libertarianism so we got those guys then we have the audacious caucus who formed pretty much because they didn't they thought the radical caucus wasn't radical enough so they just went completely audacious <laughs> uh a lot i should have mentioned a lot of these caucuses their formation is mainly a Facebook group, some of which have not been updated in over a year. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're not there or that they're not serious. But it's kind of hard. Some of them are maybe a bit more tongue-in-cheek than others. For example, the Bear Nukes Caucus. Their sole issue is they want to encourage uh, and have the Libertarian Party adopt 
the owning, the private ownership of weapons of mass destruction. That is their yeah, reason. Yeah, that's going to go over well. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of, you know, striking bold, they're definitely up that there. That is bold. I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm not sure where I stand, but let's stay on topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully far away from the Bear New Caucus, just for yeah. uh, safety. <laughs> Uh, we have the Brevity Caucus, which was committed to a shorter national platform. <laughs> oh, God, these caucuses. Uh, we have the Defense Caucus, which evidently is, let's be libertarians, but let's have a strong military as well. Oh, I, I've i ran into people associated with that. It sounds more like the Imperialist Caucus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and some of them get formed for very specific reasons, like there was the Hands Off My Caucus, which was evidently formed to protect the structure of the Texas State Libertarian Executive Committee at the 2016 State Convention in San Antonio. So I'm not sure what national platform they have, but <laughs> that was why they were right. there. Um, the Libertarian Millennial Caucus. Uh, and here's a uh, special favorite entry for the lovers of irony out there. We have the Libertarians for Life, which may have fallen apart after the death of its founder. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. We have the Libertarians for Peace, National Organization of Libertarian Women, which was evidently a marijuana-centric caucus during the 70s. Uh, we have the Out for Liberty, which is an LGBT caucus, focuses heavily on outreach. Uh, Outright Libertarians, which is another LGBT caucus. The Paleo-Libertarian Caucus, which I suspect, given that name, is a bunch of uh, Lou Rockwell uh, fans. Yeah. Which... I think we can just both roll our eyes and grr at that. Um, <laughs> the Povertarian Caucus focuses on matters affecting people with lower incomes, both in terms of policy and in terms of internal party matters, which I does think is a very necessary caucus to have in the group, because we do have a tendency of assuming that the normal person is the upper middle class person, and that we have an unconscious uh, tendency to model our uh, policies on that person, someone who's upperly mobile but likes to smoke pot. And that's something we should uh, guard against, I think. Uh, the pro-choice libertarians, the libertarian pragmatist uh, caucus. Not sure how I feel about those guys. The reform caucus. Now, these were the guys who were behind Bob Barr in, in 2008, uh, also behind the Portland massacre when there was a a lot of changes made to the party. I knew these guys. They a, a, a large portion of them were centered in Asheville, North Carolina, when I lived there. So I dealt with them and went to the meetings with them regularly. Nice folks, I suppose, but they had an idiosyncratic view of liberty. I think. I can imagine. <laughs> They're also. I'm not sure how much this plays into it. A lot of them were. Uh, what's the word? Oh yeah. Uh, messianic jews so i'm not sure what influence that had on that one way or the other but it was right. i thought it was interesting um we have the rothbard caucus uh which was evidently an attempt to carry on with the 1979 radical caucus so things get all mixed up there we have the uh, sex caucus woohoo um and the socially tolerant caucus According to the Elpedia, this caucus existed in the mid to late 90s and was connected with the Focus Pack. Its goal was to bring in people left behind by the increasingly statist ideology of the political left. That does not seem to have been a strong continuing uh, strategy in the Libertarian Party. Uh, 
Finally, we have the Libertarian Youth Caucus, which wants to bring youth matters more into the center spotlight of the Libertarian platform, which I think is ultimately good. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. This is all very um, good and informative and all that. But this is also, um, the Elpedia is edited by uh, Karen Ross, uh, who is one of the bigwigs in the Libertarian Radical Caucus. She does a very good job. I mean, I don't want to say anything against her in, in terms of how she handles the Elpedia and her job as historian for the Libertarian Party. But the Libertarian Socialist Caucus has been around for a couple of weeks. We've got a statement of principles, a pledge, and all that. We're working on our bylaws. We're an active, I would argue, quite serious group. So, we have, so they have a statement of principles and a pledge. Okay. Yeah. But we're not up there. We have not been added to the official roster of um, Libertarian caucuses. Bear Nukes has, but the Libertarian Socialists haven't. And I suspect that's because she doesn't like us very much. We are, uh, if not the devil, then at least a creeping um, poison within the Libertarian Party, according well, to- what is it? Oh, I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> no, it's basically- Hey, what is it, like, what are the requirements to become a caucus? You have to I, be approved? I don't I know. know. I mean, it's, it's not something you really can approve or not approve. I mean, you want to have bylaws for your own internal structure, but all it is is a group that's pushing for a point of view in the party. So you could arrange it by electing officers using a deck of cards if you wanted to, I suppose. There, there's, I don't know if there's any... There's no manual or handbook I have found for starting a caucus within the Libertarian Party. I think it's just up to the individual people. But we're at least as legitimate and serious as the audacious caucus which is listed there the bear nukes caucus and the rent is too damn high caucus for that matter which was formed solely because the rent of the libertarian party headquarters was too high in their opinion one of those years so they formed that caucus to get to a cheaper place if those if all those places are listed it seems kind of odd that the libertarian socialist caucus has not been listed as of yet it's a small quibble on my part right <laughs> yeah, and they might see it as intriest or yeah, libertarian. But you know, at least they could list it. Back, they could report it. But yeah. yeah. Um, here's a question for you: What if you could wave a magic wand? What caucus would you like to see in the Libertarian Party? If you could have a group of people suddenly focused on a specific set of issues, what would you want them to focus on? The one that doesn't already exist. Doesn't already exist. Brand new caucus. That's <sighs> tempting just to say the left market anarchist caucus, but mm. and what issues that would be would would be um, maybe to encourage more of a direct action mentality and mutual aid mentality. I mean, it's difficult. You're talking about anarchists, so like, well, what it doesn't, doesn't have to be anarchists. Party to do, but <laughs> or a party that would run for office. I honestly think that if I had a magic wand. I would start the anti-language caucus in the Libertarian Party. <laughs> I think most of our problems are that we're using the English language, which is not great for this sort of thing, because we have words that mean multiple contradictory things that everyone uses with perfect confidence. People using liberal to mean both government control and not government control. People using libertarian to uh, mean Ayn Rand and... Uh, 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 are narco-communists in the 19th century, people using conservative to mean small government and also to mean supporting a monarchy. It's just, 
I think a lot of problems are with language. And I suspect that if we just all started using grunts and mathematics, we'd actually get more honest communication done. <laughs> a mathematical approach. The math. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You have to agree to the uh, non-aggression uh, equation before you can join the Libertarian Party. Yeah, the non-aggression <laughs> equation. Let's replace that. You know, replace that the <laughs> okay, so we've got no language and left market anarchists as the two new caucuses <laughs> starting. And good. I think we got it all settled now. <laughs> exactly. um, so do you have anything coming up that people should know about in the near future, Nick? I will hopefully have a research project, maybe in the form of a feature article or a study published on Benjamin Tucker for C4SS. I post on the Libertarian Institute blog articles. I'll have a live discussion with a libertarian slash anarchist communist named Jake Tompkins. I've done one live discussion with him prior. This will be on Benjamin Tucker. It doesn't have a date yet, though, but I'll keep people posted. Okay. And if people wanted to keep um, in contact with you and find out what you're doing, where would they go? Just friend me on Facebook. Nick Manley on Facebook. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for being my guest. It's been very fun. Uh, next time, and notice I say time, not week. Next time, we are going to do a in-depth discussion on the Libertarian Socialist Caucus bylaws. What form should we use? What should be in there and stuff like that. That may not be for a couple of weeks. I want to make sure I get a lot of people who are invested in it talking about it at the same time so it's going to be a good conversation it may take a couple of weeks to set up but we will set that up and nick if you want to come back and listen in or uh, contribute to that that'd be fantastic too but until then this has been john robinson saying thank you for joining us and hope to see you next time bye all right thanks john i appreciate you having me on it was my pleasure bye